Hey there, friends of Holy Shenanigans Podcast. I'm thrilled to share that I'll be recording live from the Wild Goose Festival this July 11 through 14. Wild Goose Festival is a transformational community grounded in faith-inspired social justice. It's a one-of-a-kind gathering that brings together activists, artists, and seekers from all walks of life to explore justice and art, spirituality, and community. The festival will take place at Van Hoy Farms in Union Grove, North Carolina, and I'd love for you to join me there. From engaging workshops to inspired panels and interactive experiences, Wild Goose has something for everyone. So mark your calendars and let's be part of this incredible community that is committed to making a positive impact in the world. For more information, visit www. WildGooseFestival.org. As one of my followers, use a discount code A-TLE24. That's A-TLE24. And you'll get $50 off the price of an adult weekend ticket. We will see you there at the Wild Goose Festival to connect, to build community, and to work for social justice. Tara here. As we round the corner of October and prepare for November to begin a new month, don't forget that October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. To learn more about how to receive support and care, please contact www.nationalbreastcancer.org and schedule your mammogram today. Early detection saves lives. Welcome to Holy Shenanigans. These are stories to surprise, encourage, redirect, and sometimes turn life upside down, all in the name of love. I'm your muse, Tara Lamont Eastman, a creative, a feminist, and a pastor. I invite you to join me on the unpredictable spiritual adventure that is always sacred, but never stuffy. Today's episode is called All the Saints and Secondhand Clothes. This coming weekend marks the observation of All Saints Day. In the Christian tradition, All Saints Day is a time when we remember the loved ones who have passed away. On the Sunday that falls closest to All Saints, in the church, we remember those who have passed away in a particular way. We light a candle, we read their name, and we ring a chime. In years past, when large groups could gather, we would invite family members of the person who had passed to come forward to the front of the church and assist in lighting the candle of remembrance. This tradition is a way of serving the needs of those working through grief, as well as remembering the person who has passed. The action of reading names, lighting candles, and ringing chimes is a holy space of comfort and support. In today's text from the book of Matthew, chapter 23, verses 1 through 12, Jesus gives his following instructions in humility. Jesus gives as example the religious leaders who have something to teach, but Jesus is not satisfied with their example because these teachers do not follow the lessons that they themselves teach. 
they are unwilling to lift a finger to help someone. They've gotten caught up in doing deeds and dressing extravagantly as a kind of religious pantomime. The religious leaders of the day know the lessons, but they have distanced themselves from living them out. They like public attention, pomp, and circumstance, but they have become distracted from the focus of pointing people to God and instead enjoy the limelight for themselves. This is where Jesus tells his students, God is your father, I am your instructor. If you want to be great, serve others. By the words of the great songwriter Bob Dylan say this about the truth, that we all serve something or somebody. You may be an ambassador to England or France. You may like to gamble. You might like the dance. You may be the heavyweight champion of the world. You may be a socialite with a long string of pearls. But you're going to have to serve somebody, yes. Indeed, you're going to have to serve somebody. Well, it may be the devil or it may be the Lord, but you're going to have to serve somebody. One of the reasons I love All Saints Sunday is that while it has a sense of theatrics, chimes, candles, and reading of names, these elements make a direct connection to the lives of people in their loss and grief. This religious tradition is one I am thankful for. It does not increase the burden of grief, but it shares it among all in the community. In remembrance of loved ones, we are reminded of our connection and intersections. Which brings me to a story of all the saints and secondhand clothes. When my youngest was a baby, he struggled with croup. I remember late nights in the bathroom, hot water on full blast, door shut to create a sauna effect to help him breathe. One night, the barking of his croup was so scary that I rushed him to the ER. Thanks to treatment, his symptoms eased, and we learned that asthma was the root of the problem. When I first heard this diagnosis, I was frightened. At that point, I didn't know how to help my child. But on a visit to the pharmacy, a kind and patient pharmacist took the time to explain the road ahead. When I walked into that pharmacy, I was frightened. But when I walked out, I felt equipped to face the challenge ahead. The pharmacist took more time than he had to make sure I was empowered to enter the arena of challenge ahead. His service helped me help my child. About a year later, I was visiting an agency where there was a food pantry. And as I was waiting, I met a young woman. She was there with her two children, and she mentioned one of them having asthma issues. Her words were like a flashback to my experience the year before. Was there anything she needed? Was the medicine working? How was she doing? We had a bit of conversation, and she was thankful for that. She said all was good on the medicine but her boy needed clothes for the winter season. I remembered in that moment the kind pharmacist and how he empowered me with a little care, and I asked the woman if I could give her clothes that my son had outgrown. She accepted the offer and gave me her address. I went home, I sorted the clothes, I rewashed them so they would smell fresh, and I placed them into a brand new tote. All was ready to deliver, and I hoped that this would all work out. But days later, when I went to the address she had given me and inquired what apartment was hers, it turned out she had moved. I couldn't make my delivery. There was no way of making contact. There was no way ahead. 
I kept praying for an answer. I kept thinking about this woman and her two little ones and the tote of clothes that taunted me by sitting in the car. Not long after this disappointment, I was doing dishes in my kitchen and a thought popped into my mind. Take the clothes downtown now. Well, that's weird. I had no idea where to look. She didn't live there anymore. Finding this woman, her children, and the apartment she now lived in would be like searching for a needle in a haystack. But once more, this phrase popped into my mind. Take the clothes downtown. Now. I couldn't say no. I felt totally silly. I told my spouse, I need to take the clothes downtown. Now. And my oldest child came with me for this field trip on a whim. We drove downtown. I went to where she used to live, but no luck. And I started to drive up and down the downtown streets. I prayed, God, you sent me downtown. You need to help us find each other. And after about 30 minutes of looping up and down the streets, I was about to head for home and give up. When out of the corner of my eye, I saw a woman pushing a carriage down an alley in the center of downtown. It was her. We had found her. I pulled over and awkwardly reintroduced myself. She was at a new place, but she was dumbfounded as how I'd found her. And all I could say, God must have thought today was the best day to deliver the clothes. I'd never found you without God's help. She buckled her baby into the vacant car seat. We folded up her stroller. She sat in the front seat and we laughed at the weirdness of our meeting and our reunion over secondhand baby clothes. We drove to her new place. She took the clothes. She smiled. I never saw this young woman after our chance meeting and reunion all because of a tote of baby clothes, but I will never forget her. She and I were in the same place, one year apart, and somehow the holy shenanigans of God made our meeting possible. I'm thankful for this mystical experience that helped me extend kindness and warmth for a baby and a mom, just like I'd been a recipient of kindness, of warmth, for my baby and I, one year before. We all serve someone or something. In this Jesus lesson and in my experience with a tote of baby clothes, I was taught to listen to the prompting of the Holy Spirit. Sometimes we are recipients of grace, and sometimes we are the vessel that God's grace flows through. As you listened to this week's story, did anyone come to mind? Maybe it was someone that helped you. Maybe it's time to tell them how much their kindness meant. If someone came to mind that might need some encouragement or help, how might you reach out to them this week? If you don't know how to connect with them, I'd encourage you to pray to God to help you to find a way to connect. A poem for all saints and secondhand clothes. Candles, chimes, reading of names. This is the way we remember all the saints. For the joys of life and sorrows of heart, remembrance of names is an important start. But kindness, patience, and care help too. A pharmacist believed that, and I know it's true. A woman, a child, a baby small, carrying the world alone is too much, a burden beyond anyone's call. 
Often a voice calls out to say, you need to do this for that person today. Sometimes I listen and sometimes not. But once listening turned a tote of baby clothes into the greatest treasure. Thanks, spirit. Thanks a lot. For all the saints and secondhand clothes, may we always listen and go when we hear. Go. My name is Tara, and this is Holy Shenanigans. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Unpredictable Spiritual Adventure that is always sacred, but never stuffy. If you have a Holy Shenanigans story of your own that you would like to share, please email us at holyshenaniganspodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, may you find the people and the places where you are called to serve. May God lead you in your comings and your goings. Remember, kindness and holy shenanigans are a grace that everyone needs. Thank you.